Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Fucking damn it. Shut the fuck up. All of you shut the fuck up. Test one. Test two. You ever feel like <laughs> Am I making a waveform? <laughs> you ever feel you ever feel like you just throw parts of your life away, Dan? <laughs> You ever feel like you've just wasted 25 minutes that you'll never get back? <laughs> you know the saying, it's uh, me- measure twice, cut once. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome to episode 195, <laughs> Beta. <laughs> welcome to the second recording of Eyes this... on the ball, pies on, balls on the prize. Use take two. <laughs> this is the second recording of this episode, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, um, because... Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Because I did not plug the recorder into the computer. <laughs> so all those jokes that they're just gone to the ether. Now we gotta make brand new funny ones. Yep. Uh, hi Dan. <laughs> We've been talking for like half an hour. All right, we're gonna jump right back in. Uh, Welcome, everyone, to the second episode, 195, 5x5 five five, The Movies. Hi, Dan. Um, no new reviews, no new emails, no. but we have a new Patreon subscriber. Yeah, we do. Yeah, uh, and in fact, if you want to make that noise, I now have it queued up. I did not have that queued up. We can take all the mistakes from the last 25 minutes and pretend they didn't fucking exist. God. Ugh. Marcus, hello, Marcus. Welcome to the Five by Five family. Thank hey. you for being our Patreon supporter. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, two interesting things you'll hear again, Daniel, mm-hmm. about Marcus. Do tell. One, he's European. Hey, that's our second uh, patron that I'm seeing that comes in in euros. Cool. Uh, which I'm sure fancy. I'm sure fucks us somehow in the conversion. I don't know how it does. <laughs> I'm sure Patreon's getting a little bit of that. Like that funny <laughs> symbol is going to cost you thirty-seven cents. We promise. Uh. And Marcus sent us a message, and I've been thinking about it all day. Mm. And the message that Marcus Marcus sent us is, bikes are cool, too. Huh. Yeah. Bikes are cool, too. Uh, and then you brought up in the original recording of this episode <laughs> that this might be a nod to NASCAR. Yeah, we, we, we've been doing some some giveaways. Yeah. About and maybe some, he, uh, things turning left. Yeah. Uh, maybe he thinks that we'll get, like, Tour de France sponsorship and give him... Yeah. That's probably not tickets to Tour de France. He'd probably just show up to the street, right? I don't know how those work. Yeah, like maybe like for the finish line, there's like mm. parade, like yeah, yeah, yeah. bleachers. But yeah, you Marcus like, like probably a VIP knows. sections. Yeah, but uh, I, f- mm. I assume you can just stand anywhere on the uh, yeah. on the road. I could probably just walk right in the middle of the road and you know fuck up a whole race. I've seen <laughs> videos of that happening. Yep, I'm a big ass sign. Yeah, just... <laughs> but uh, part of me thinks that Marcus uh, is supporting us by mistake maybe there's a you know a five by five podcast that's about uh bikes. i'll take it yeah sure 100 <laughs> percent. pay for our buffet trips i like it uh anyway marcus welcome you are entitled uh of course to an ad read or for uh-huh. us to check in with you send us a message on patreon and just chat about bikes sure you can come on the show for all i care hey. i'll give you uh tell you what it's five by five i'll give you five minutes to talk about your favorite bike Ooh, uh, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Come on, come on. Just hit us up, Marcus. But thanks for being here. Thanks for being a pal. Uh, glad you're here. Uh, no one from last week has really hit us up about NASCAR tickets. Uh, save, <laughs> save, of course, <laughs> for a hippie hater. Hey. Uh, he sent me some messages. <laughs> uh, he says, Howdy, partner. <laughs> NASCAR, huh? I can't help but think that the engaged listener comment was directed towards me. <laughs> I'm flattered. One hundred percent. Yes, it was. I did get uh Tor Hendricks Motorsports in Jimmy Johnson's garage uh while I was working for Lowe's. That was pretty cool. Other than that, I've never really been to it. That said, if I find a race near me, you can bet your ass I will shamelessly reach out begging for tickets. Um nice. guess what, dude? You don't gotta beg for anything because you're the only <laughs> one that's reached out. Um and this is a personal <laughs> message that all he says. Finally, Keith, I think we we could be best of friends. Probably would go together just as good as cocaine and waffles, which is funny because when I went to the bachelor party of former ho- <laughs> former host of this uh, this show, Mason, uh, that could have been the name of that weekend: cocaine and waffles. Uh, says, Allegedly, don't ever cross me though. <laughs> nope, uh, don't ever cross me though. I'll come at you like a spider monkey, which is of course. 
Talladega Nights reference. Uh, yeah. Well, look, <laughs> Hippie Hater, look at the schedule. If you got one near you, I will get you tickets because you are the only one. I Hell tell you yeah. what, if I ever get these NASCAR packs, if they ever show up, mm. Hippie Hater, you're getting a NASCAR prize pack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, something else Boom. in the mail. From my, we'll even sign it for you because apparently you like that. And that's, yeah. Uh, so that's good. <laughs> I forgot to do that last time. So that's something new. Hell yeah. All right. <sighs> okay. We're going to cut. We're, you know what? Uh, in the interest of our sanity, we're going to cut a couple of these stories out. That's what we're going to do. Right. We, had, we had a lot of news this reach, week. Reach out if you want to hear the incredibly terrible audio version of the oh, uh, that's stories that no, got, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. That's all right. Gone. Nope. But uh, so, you know, if, you're, if you're a Patreon sub, sub, uh, supporter, I'll send you all the headlines we're not going to read. There we go. Uh, Hocus Pocus 2 trailers out. Mm-hmm. We both like it. Yeah, yeah. It looks good. What was our joke about Thackeray Banks not being able to pronounce cat, cat words <laughs> yeah. right? Because uh, they're going to bring him back as a cat. I think it's him because it's a black cat. I have to yeah. assume it's Thackeray. Yeah, and his name's Thackeray because cats can't see Z. That's the joke. Yay! <laughs> <Hey>, wonderful. <laughs> God damn. This is, this is going to be the most aggressive <laughs> meandering episode of all time. Oh, my God. Oh, you know what I forgot to do? <laughs> Hey, Dan, what's the number one movie in America? Oh, uh, which, which, should, which you should I give know? my actual order I had? No, do what or... you think now. <laughs> what I think now? I think Elvis did yeah, really yeah, better, I than, think... better than I would have expected. Yeah, it was $31.2 <laughs> million. Uh, Top Gun Maverick number two, mm-hmm. 29.6. Your uh, former number one guess, which was... <laughs> Jurassic World. And third, I really 26. thought dinosaurs were going to hang on, but <laughs> not Dino so much. DNA, 26.7, <laughs> followed by The Black Phone friend of the shows that's a <laughs> movie phone. yeah yeah so uh scott derrickson and robert cargill who wrote um and dr strange dr strange and yep. dr uh derrickson directed mm-hmm. uh they did black phone they're like a team they're like he directs they yeah. both write and uh yeah well uh i'll try to get him back i'm sure he doesn't give a fuck about the show anymore but i'll, I'll try to I'll reach <laughs> out Every time, once in a while, I send him a snarky Twitter message. He, he ignores it. <laughs> and then Lightyear in fifth place, doing really fucking poorly with eighteen point two. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I think it's it's just it's either maybe too tangential to the Toy Story thing that people are like, eh, what is this? Or right. uh, yeah, Disney's push right. for uh, streaming <laughs> may have hurt pixar as a uh, as a property i i regretfully think that this is going to cause a lot of like old light year toys to be thrown away because they just don't <laughs> sell on the shelves which is you know uh-huh. it's it's yeah <laughs> they're gonna wind up heading towards the incinerator yeah that's like uh it's kind of sad <laughs> oof oof we probably should have sound checked tonight <laughs> despite months of controversial headlines Disney's board of directors has re-upped CEO Bob Chappick's contract for an additional three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, three years ain't nothing to Disney. Nope. Nope. Three, the three years schemes, ain't ten years. No, it's. Uh, I said three years of vetting the next person, three years <laughs> yep. of searching for a good culture fit, three years of mm-hmm. finding someone who gets it. Somebody who's not going to get an actor to sue the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Ladies and gentlemen, please calm yourselves. So he's not going to keep his mouth shut about things that make his employees want to stage walkouts. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, uh, But the money's still good. Yeah, I, I bet folding cash that uh, Chappick will not be renewed after those three years. Yeah. That's a real short contract yep. in Disney things. Uh, I said Disney. Uh, Disney thinks long gone. Yeah. So like in Wally, by and large, they're just testing the waters. To like, how evil do you think they are? And like, would you <laughs> would you like floating chairs, Patty? <laughs> <laughs> would you like to suck down another cup of chips? <laughs> to which we all replied, yes, yes please, <laughs> yes, we would. Yes, put it in my mouth, Bob Chappie, <laughs> which will now be the name of this episode. <laughs> put it in my mouth, Bob, Bob Chappie. <laughs> Uh, the Office's Steve Carell shares his excitement for his reunion with former co-star John Krasinski on their upcoming film, Imaginary Friends. Imaginary yeah. Friends is a fantastical comedy about a man who can see and talk to other people's imaginary buddies. Film will also star Ryan Reynolds, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Fiona Shaw, and Louis Gossett Jr. Mm-hmm. Quote Steve Carell, well, I haven't started working on the film with him just yet, but I can't wait. I'm anticipating just joy and fun. I mean, he's the best and he's a great director. 
but I'll put him through his paces, you know. I'll make him work for it. I might be one of those persnickety actors that doesn't always agree or won't come out of my trailer. You think you hired <laughs> someone that's a friend, but you got that wrong. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds continuing his break from acting quote unquote absolutely <laughs> fucking insane he's in everything I mean, it is like what fourth movie this year that he's working on I'd during also, his break now here's a question for you how do you define acting uh being an actor in a thing so let me ask you if i was if what? i was hired to be in a commercial mm-hmm. um but i was hired to be an endorsement is that still acting are you in a thing that is being filmed? Yes. Then yes. Because I see a lot of Mint Mobile ads, <laughs> is what I'm getting at. <laughs> and a lot so, of aviator gin right. <laughs> and commercials. It's like, he's being himself, but I have to assume that somebody else wrote those lines mm, yeah. for the Mint Mobile commercial. So is it still acting? Because otherwise, he is not fucking I mean, even acting. improv is still acting. You know? oh, fuck, that's a good point. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah. So he's, yeah. A, he's a liar. Fuck you. He's a, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds never took a break from acting. No. Not at any fucking second. I can't think of anything he did take a break from. No. Motherfucker. Uh, a lot of set photos and videos from Marco Robbie's Barbie uh, production, which makes me think they really don't give a fuck. They're like, watch it live and then watch it in theaters. Uh, yeah. There's a, we're, we're making this for the age group that doesn't look for leaked set photos. That's such a good point. <laughs> Loose lips don't do fuck all to us. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a video out there of Barbie punching a groper uh, and prompting a high pitched scream from Ryan Gosling's Ken. Mm-hmm. An incredible new video. Uh, and then there's also photos of Will Ferrell on yeah. set, and he is obviously the villain because he looks like a villain. Yes, more Muga too. That's a hundred percent. And another toy thing. Uh, I also <laughs> like imagine. If you will, for a moment, mm-hmm. you're like, fuck it. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to try to be an actor. I moved to LA, uh-huh. take some classes. I'm probably working for a caterer, like party down. <laughs> yep. I'm going out to these casting cause, calls. And then my agent calls me and says, Hey, you got a part in the Barbie movie. And I'm like, great. What is it? You're the groper. <laughs> and I'm like, what? You're going to grope Margot Robbie and she's going <laughs> to punch you in the face. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I can't turn this down. <laughs> but then, like, I'm going to a movie premiere. Maybe you, like, fly your mom out. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. I'm finally, I finally paid off. You know, you paid for, <laughs> paid you for my way. NDAs. You can't tell them what you do in the right, movie. <laughs> sure. And then you're sitting there and then you, your mom turns to you and goes, oh, Daniel. <laughs> You touched that nice girl's hiney. <laughs> oh, Daniel. <laughs> like, it wasn't my choice. <laughs> right? I mean, it was your choice oh, to take, to take, that, job. take <laughs> that job. But if you didn't take it, someone else was going to grope. Uh, I also uh, said earlier, this um, gives me shades of like the whole Pepe Le Pew thing and how it's like, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers like, oh, we can't talk about consent in a movie for kids. And then here we go. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, we absolutely need to. A hundred percent. Yep. I love it. The, <laughs> my only IMDb credit. Key Rug is Groper. <laughs> Groper number one. Fuck. No, it's therapist. Ther- <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel movie release date is revealed with the next chapter in the franchise hitting screens in December of 2023, which is very disconcerting. <laughs> yeah, that's that's real close for a, a big old blockbuster that needs time to have a good script and yeah. shooting things and blocking things out and lots of visual effects that need time to yeah. be done. Absolute Ooh. fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's a, too soon. They're cranking yeah. it out. Like th- if they were starting production. Yeah. In late 2023. <laughs> right. That's what I want to say. Yeah. I did see, you know, like when I'm like going around Target and Walmart looking for Legos, like there are so many Ghostbusters toys, mm-hmm. but they're mostly legacy toys. And I think yeah, that yeah. older adults are buying them. I think they made a lot of money off this thing. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck it. Let's do it. And we know the next one's in New York, so it's all going to be fan service, which is fine. 
Yep. I like it. Yeah, it gives them more excuses to make new versions of all of the old toys with the, with the new graphics on it or whatever. Yeah. It's the, it's the Millennium Falcon set with the new antenna. You right. know, you got to buy the whole thing again. And I do. <laughs> that's, that's correct, Daniel. I most certainly do. Uh, Johnny Depp's uh, representatives uh, had to make a statement this week. Yeah. Because multiple... Rep- reputable news sources were saying, <laughs> hey, Johnny Depp's coming back to Pirates of the Caribbean with a $301 million deal with Disney. <laughs> and of course, his said, representative said, this is made up. Yeah, that's, that's bullshit. There's that's, no fucking That's way. not a real number anybody makes for a movie. <laughs> and then in a previous alternate timeline version of this episode, I looked up how much Robert Downey Jr. made just for Endgame. Yep. What the second most money making movie in the world yeah, ever had? Like the most ridiculous amount of back end that any actor's probably ever right? gotten. Eight <laughs> percent. So twenty million up front, fifty five million dollars with the eight percent back end he had on it. No <laughs> way, no way is Johnny Depp making that kind of money. I said, not only is he not getting three hundred one million dollars, I would say he's not getting three hundred one thousand dollars. I would not <laughs> yeah. say he's getting three hundred one dollars. I don't think he's taking phone calls from Disney. A hundred percent. It's like, how dare you fire me for something I definitely did? (laughs) Don't you know what? Yeah. Don't you know what they get away with at Warner Brothers? Yeah. Right. God damn. Ezra Miller choke slammed a woman (laughs) to the ground and spit on her, and he got three more chances after that. He still got fired at Warner Brothers too. (laughs) After three more incidents. No, Johnny Depp Depp did. (laughs) Yeah. Before that's the guy right. in the same movies. That's all. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Imagine they're just sitting around. Ezra Miller goes up to Johnny Depp and says, "We can do anything. <laughs> We're gods. <laughs> there is no consequences for our actions, Mister Depp." And then, sure enough, there we go. Ooh. Yeah. What a world we live in. What a fucking world we live in. Susan Sarandon confirms her Blue Beetle movie filming wrap. With a new image uh, from her Puerto Rican sunset villa by the ocean. Must be nice. I did not know that Susan Sarandon had anything to do with Blue Beetle. Yeah. But good for her. But yeah, I'm, I'm for I'm it. excited. <laughs> Dan, you know what? Hmm. That was all the news we'd already covered. Oh, snap. We, we've caught are, up. Are we caught up? We're caught up. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad you guys didn't hear the first version of this, that episode. It was so rough. <laughs> there was one joke we didn't, I didn't do, but I'll, I'm going to save that joke <laughs> for another episode. That's a good joke and a, just a big pile of shit. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> shit happens. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're not caught up. I was going to say, I think there's one more. <laughs> oh, there is. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> this is the connective oh, tissue where we figured it uh, out. That's right. Uh, composer John Williams mm-hmm. has hinted and then kind of outright said, kind of didn't, that Indiana Jones 5 may be his final movie score. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you he's, brought up. He's getting real old, man. He is. Goddamn. You had brought up that there's. Uh, yeah. One of my also... favorite John Williams things is that he apparently, like he's got, you know, a whole staff. Like you don't, you don't get to be that good at what you do and sure. be doing a ton of movies all at the same time without having people working for you. And uh there was one year, I believe it was uh what like 2002 um when he was scoring three movies in the same year. I don't remember what the third one was, but it was Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And Harry Potter what uh two Chamber, yeah. Chamber two. of Secrets. And through writing themes and orchestrating and having pages all over the place, somehow somebody delivered a straight up Star Wars cue yeah. to the Harry Potter set, and yeah. it was re-recorded with a different orchestra yeah. and put in the movie as part of the score, and nobody noticed until both movies came out. And then I looked it up on the internet and realized we were not recording correctly. <laughs> we were going to play the clip from the laptop, right. which was not going through go. our And it wasn't a great clip, but basically it's the uh, the music that is playing while they're in the speeder chase trying to get Sam. Yeah, yeah it starts changeling. right when, yeah, when that chase starts. The yep. And it is absolutely that Quidditch. Like, it's the Quidditch when they are, like, they're in like the storm. The, yeah, in the storm. Yeah. And they're, like, aren't they, like, uh, underneath? Oh, the, then like... that's not the storm. Then Yeah, yeah, that's in Prisoner of Azkaban. You're right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, they're just 
flying in the bleachers. That's when Malfoy got to be a chaser. Yeah, and too. it's weirdly like a very Star Warsy like Secret the Millennium Falcon going through a trench. Yeah, but it's them chasing the golden snitch right. imagine being the music producer on uh on <laughs> harry like, potter well, it sounds like, like john williams chase music like, so dude this is this is so, great yeah <laughs> is, i remember sitting in the theater uh-huh. watching that harry potter going like this seems really star warsy huh that's uh-huh. weird <laughs> yeah. so i uh i every year Several years with my friend Kristen, we used to go do a Harry Potter quiz, uh, Geeks Who Drink Harry Potter mm. quiz, which is like the most popular fucking quiz. Oh, One yeah. year it was at a restaurant that's no longer here, Opal Divine's Penfield. Yeah, and I mean, they're like part of their logo is like people in Harry Potter costumes. 100%. <laughs> it's yeah. very popular. So you pay money, 10 bucks a person, to just participate in this motherfucker. Yeah. And, uh, it was like 80 some teams of six people. And I just found out about that. Day. I didn't know how big this was. The first one we went to me and Kristen, we just grabbed um, a table and we just played the two of us. Mm-hmm. And we got, uh, I want to say 10th out of 88 teams, just based off, you know, this my ridiculous encyclopedic knowledge of Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. But I remember at one point they came up to check if we were cheating because there was a round and we were the only team to get every single question right. And the round was they played a clip of music from Harry Potter mm-hmm. and you had to say which one it was from. <laughs> and some of them were uh, honestly guesses because like they like the, the themes get deeper with each mm-hmm. one. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, it yeah, gets yeah. darker, but a lot of them were like things like songs that happen in specific ones. Like in, uh, okay. in prisoner, yeah. we hear something uh, wicked, something wicked this way comes. Um, mm shit like that uh but they're just like uh like story specific music cues yeah but they can't they're like hey have you guys done this quiz before like no we just found out about it today and like decided we weren't cheating because we you know did not win <laughs> yeah but uh they gave us a little prize for just getting that round right when not us out of the like 80 some odd teams <laughs> like we got that one right i was Hell really proud yeah. of that nice harry potter uh so i found out uh what is it uh john williams's 2002 year uh, which, by the way, he's got credited uh, film scores all the way back to the late 50s. God <laughs> damn, dude. Dude has been working. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck um, you. His 2002 was Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, Minority Report, Oof. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, yeah. and Catch Me If You Can. Oh. So he did two Steven Spielbergs, a George Lucas, and a Harry Potter in the same year. (laughs) I think you're right. I think with that amount of staff, I think he maybe worked for four days. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, here's the theme. Take it to the studio. Uh, Like he's he's not conducting all of the recording sessions, you know, uh, for all of those movies. Like (laughs) we have a a weird connection to John Williams. He is actually the one that conducts the five by five choral uh, Mm -hmm. chorus. Yep. And although Yarrow, um, you know, writes the music and yeah, uh, I mean, he prefers to remain uncredited. Yeah, he's he's a busy man. But if you've never heard it, (laughs) fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, it's John Williams right there. Conducting, not writing. Yeah. I, I have to imagine when he signs on for Star Wars movies, they're like, you're conducting these. But, right. <laughs> like, but not writing anymore. Not changing. Like, because they have so much of it already banked. No, I mean, he does. He still he writes the Star Wars as well. I mean, uh, like, if he's doing multiple movies at the same time, uh-huh. like you only have so much time in the year. Like mm-hmm. we're booking you to conduct the orchestra because right. that's part of what star Wars is. I also have to imagine, and you know much more about this world than I do, mm. but like when you're at that level, yeah. he like walks in, grabs the baton, conducts, you play fucking perfectly. And then he walks out. Oh yeah. Like it has to be right. It has to be like that level of pressure. Yeah. Done. Yeah. If you're, if you're doing like more than two takes on a cue, uh, huh. Get like, the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably not getting hired for the next gig. You right. know? <sighs> that would be so stressful that I'm the reason John Williams is pissed off. Yeah. Like yeah. there's so much money in yeah, renting out those recording spaces sure. and having the director and the composer and mm. like the everybody there and doing the video sync and all of the hundreds of you know musicians and everybody's time is so valuable. What happens like... if you sneeze? You don't. 
<laughs> I know. Yeah, I'd be like terrified to make any kind of noise. Yeah, you you bring lozenges. Like I've I've brought pockets full of uh, cough drops and stuff to concerts right. before. Of course. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yep. Uh, I recently started a ska band, and uh, <laughs> you know we kind of cherry picked some of the best horn players that we knew as a group, and it was just like so interesting to see them tune and then just play correctly. <laughs> and I was like, because uh, in my normal uh, 21 person marching band, we have a varying degree of musicianship. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, can you guys tune again? Yeah, as, as you're going to find with an adult marching right, band. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You call that tuning, huh? Let's try that one again. <laughs> yeah. Just funny. Just real funny. Uh, well, all right. What well, haven't we talked about yet? Okay. <clears throat> After failing at the box office, not once, but twice, Sony's recent Morbius movie has finally found success at the last blockbuster store. Apparently, it is the most popular and requested movie at the last blockbuster. Oh, my God. Good for them. That's incredible. Yeah, good for them. Uh, This one weirdly excited me. And here what it is. I'm not the biggest fan of re-releases. Yeah. And, uh, I do get excited sometimes when like, a local theater does a rep screening and like, oh, I get to go back and watch High Fidelity on the big screen as everyone should or something like that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Titanic mm-hmm. is coming back with a remastered uh, 25th anniversary where oh. they went back and touched up all the effects and shit. Oh, wow. So they're doing like 4K, 8K touch-ups. On Whatever it is. Word. And I'm kind of hype about it because like... I wonder if he corrected this guy. The sk- what's wrong with the sky? <laughs> Isn't it like famously one of uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's things was like? Oh, it's like that's he's not Jim the Cameron like researches his everything down mm-hmm. to the like molecule except the the stars were all wrong. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that like that's facing a- the wrong direction, not the right date. Like we we've got programs you can just type that shit in and just get what where and what it looked like. <laughs> Look, I'm nitpicky <laughs> about shit, but. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I think that was the the tweet that like started everybody being on like Neil deGrasse Tyson's ass about sure. being nitpicky. <laughs> nitpicking like movies and him just like going whole hog in it. He was like, oh, well, it got a lot of traction, so fuck it. I would have been <laughs> like, bro, this is an alternate universe. How about that? This is not regular Earth because Jack yeah. Dawson didn't exist. <laughs> How about that? That, uh, that was the sky in her memory. Yeah, that's right. There we go. Oh, hey. fuck, dude. That's good. I like that. I, uh, I, I'm trying to think how to say this without sounding stupid as fuck. Okay. <clears throat> I do not often subscribe to conspiracy theories, but I do like the conspiracy theory that the Titanic was sunk on, on purpose because of the vast repercussions because of the important people and like overtly rich people that were on that ship Mm. that it like it did change the hands of multiple people's fortunes to other people like out of one family and into another because even if it was like one person uh trying to do and then there's the whole other conspiracy theory that says that there was a a fire during the production of the ship and it mm. was like the side of the ship, like the steel was on fire, like, like that in the warehouse. Mm. And they said, fuck it, cover it up with paint because you can't sink this ship. So it's either like <laughs> terrible negligence. Yep. Or someone did it on fucking purpose. Yep. Yeah. Word. I like that conspiracy theory. Um, yeah. Coming back to theaters, it's one of those, a few three hour movies where I'm like, I'm never bored during it. I'll watch Titanic mm. over and over. Yeah. Um, I can't believe when I was in middle school, uh, my parents let me see this movie so many times. I would just sit there just waiting for Kate Winslet's tits. I just... Yep. Just waiting for it. Like... It's like, oh, he's got the notebook. It's coming. Here we go. (laughs) Heart of the ocean, baby. Heart of the ocean. Uh, One of my favorites. It's Uh, okay if it's art. (laughs) It most certainly is okay if it's art. I didn't sing at that time because I'm sleepy now. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> uh oh, I'm tired and it's time for Dan News. <laughs> I was trying to think of a clever se- segue into any of the stories I had and I got nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that works. Uh oh. Uh, Barbara Broccoli, one of yep. my favorite names sure, of any of person ever. Yeah. Uh, who is the uh, producer of all the James Bond movies. 
Um, How did I not have that music ready this time? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, keep going. Um, (laughs) She says that the the next film uh, will be at least two years before the next film even begins filming. Yeah, they don't have a bond yet. Yeah. Um, She said uh, regarding who could take over for Craig, Brackley said that nobody's in the running. We're working out where to go with him. Uh, we're talking that through. There isn't a script, and we can't come up with one until we decide what, how we're going to approach the next film. Motherfucker. Because really, it's a reinvention of Bond. We're reinventing who he is, and that takes time. They don't have a script till the first week of filming anyway. They just have all <laughs> yeah. action, and they put in some pithy fucking comments. Yep. Whatever it is, it's going to piss people off because every new Bond pisses someone off. Yep. It will only be surprising to me if they announce a brand new James Bond. Everyone's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, and uh, Idris Elba has always been like a yeah. popular, mm-hmm. at least fan casting. Um, he's been in the, uh, in the conversation for a while. Uh, there was a report earlier this year um, that said... Um, was it Broccoli uh, said, uh, well, we know uh, we know Idris, we're friends with him. Uh, it's been part of the conversation, but it's always difficult to have the conversation when you have someone in the seat. Right. Um, they should just make him the villain. That really pissed everyone off. Apparently he was actually in, that was one of the things that started the rumor mill going oh. on in the first place. He was in secret talks to maybe be an antagonist in one of the Craig there movies. There we go. That makes sense. And people were like, oh, they're courting him to be the next right. Bond. Um, and then he said, mm. <laughs> somebody asked him, uh, because again, Craig's done uh, officially. Yeah. Um, he said, uh, uh, if someone said to me, do you want to play James Bond? I'd be like, yeah, that's fascinating to me. <laughs> um, but it's not something I've expressed like, yeah, I want to be black James Bond. <laughs> uh, you just get disheartened when you get people from a generational point of view going, it can't be. Uh, right. And it turns out to be the color of my skin. And then if I get it and it doesn't work, or if it did work, would it be because of the color of my skin? Mm. Uh, that's a difficult position to put myself into when I don't need to. So Fuck, he, he maybe doesn't, you know, maybe they're asking him and he's like, eh, I don't know if I want to like, eh, yeah, it's yeah. complicated. <laughs> it is compl- I like the answer. Like, yeah, they asked me, I'll do it, but, I'm gonna, <laughs> but yeah. it's going to be fucked up because people are going to be racist about it. Yep. Um, let me see. Let's give some of these things. <laughs> you don't <laughs> have go. to. Um, uh, Wait the Clerks Three trailer is coming out next week. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith tweeted out, uh, one week from today, the Clerks Three trailer drops next Wednesday. Uh, get your first look at the return of Dante, Randall, Elias, Becky, Jay, and Bob, uh, and score your tickets for the first 19 cities we'll be touring in September with the second wave of dates announced at Comic-Con. They will absolutely be at the Paramount. Yep. He brings every movie to the Paramount in Austin. Yep. I will make sh- I got I got a couple favors to pull in at the Paramount, so I'll make <laughs> sure we get some box hey, seats for that or hell something. Hell yeah. Because... That'll be a nice uh, full circle. Was it the... Uh, one of the first things I think I ever did in Austin... Oh, it was the Groovy Movie, wasn't it? Was, no, it wasn't. no, it wasn't Groovy Movie. I think it was Red State. Fuck, yeah, 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 yeah. And we also saw Stomp. We did on Mother's Day. Uh, Yeah. I remember that. So I think Paramount? it was like, yeah, it was like right when when I came to visit the first time, we went and saw something at the Paramount yep. that was mm-hmm. awesome. And then like right when I moved here, we So it had to, to be Red again. State first. I think so. Okay. I think that was well, the I'm going to pull some favor. I'm going to get us some sort of meet and greet or something. We deserve it. Word. I'm going to wear that t-shirt right there. That's what I'm going to wear. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm glad Elias is back. I like that character. Yeah. Uh, Chris Hemsworth and Taika Waititi uh, address questions in interviews about why Loki is not in Thor 4. Okay. Which, uh, spoiler, he's not in Thor 4. That we know of. <laughs> that we know of. Um, speaking to Cinema Blend, Hemsworth <laughs> um, says uh, uh, he didn't want to be involved. <laughs> Jokes. Uh, he said, I hate all of you and in particular me. <laughs> and I was like, that's a shame. And that's it. I mean, how many times can we kill him? <laughs> that's funny, dude. <laughs> speaking a bit more seriously, he added, we love Tom. We love Tom. Yeah, but he's dead. Not him, but the character of Loki. <laughs> Not true. 
um, in their current timeline, he is because Thanos snapped his neck. Right. <laughs> yeah, but they're not in that timeline. They're in the real world where they know he's not dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Waititi echoed, albeit in a similarly jovial tone. No, no, he's just dead to us. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, the amount of money I would bet that a post credit scene has Loki in it. Yeah. There's just like no showing up in a TVA uniform or something. Like. Way. There's no fucking way we get a Thor movie without Loki. Yep. I mean, we know we'll get Matt Damon Loki, but we'll yeah. we'll get another Loki. Especially one that like deals with literally all of the gods. Yeah. <laughs> we will see Loki in that movie. Mark mark my words. Mark me. Mm-hmm. Uh speaking of them dealing with all of the gods. Yeah. Um the uh, Moon Knight writer, uh, the head writer, uh, uh-huh. Jeremy Slater, Slatter, Slater, doesn't matter, don't know, um, was asked about uh, if they'd um, coordinated with Thor, uh, Love and Thunder because of their use of all the Egyptian gods. Right. And uh, they said, uh, Marvel is great about giving us our own little corner uh, and our own little space and saying, okay, the Egyptian gods can be their own thing, especially since we're only seeing, I think, three of them on the screen over the course of this story. Um, But we did speak extensively with the producers of Thor Love and Thunder uh, just to find out what they were doing with with the gods in their story to make sure we weren't going to be contradicting anything. Um, At the time, all of the release dates were still up in the air, and we Mm. didn't know if we were going to be coming out before or after Love and Thunder. Uh, So we had to make the decision early on just to be safe. Let's give ourselves some space and let's not reference the events of the new movie um, because we had different versions that could have served as either a lead into Thor uh, sort of dealing or uh, sort of dealing with the aftermath of what happens in the movie. And everyone just sort of decided, you know what? These release dates are going to be determined by something by much larger factors than whatever's happening in our show. So sure. the safest thing to protect both of these properties is just to give them some distance. So that's why there was less MCU connective tissue world right. building stuff in Moon Knight. Because they were just like, we don't know what we can do if we're going to have to reshoot it. If it's, we're going to waste our time. Like it's just easier on everybody to just have them be their own things. You know, uh, if I was making a Marvel show, I would use that excuse to go ask what the plots of the other movies are too. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. We got like a similar thing. I just want to make sure I'm not stepping on your toes, you know? (laughs) Hey, what did I say this episode was going to be called something about Chappick's mouth? (laughs) um yeah i'll have to go back and listen (laughs) i forget i forgot to write it down (laughs) uh similarly in Mm. movies uh making things on streaming Uh different um the uh writer of the obi-wan series uh stewart beady uh has revealed that uh it was because solo shit the bed so bad (laughs) That Obi-Wan wasn't a movie. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. That's a different situ, though. Um, they were planning on doing it, uh, Obi-Wan, as a trilogy, originally. Too much? Yep. Too much, too too quick. But um, he said the plan changed following the release of Solo. Uh, the trilogy was just dying to be done. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately, it's just it was Solo that changed the direction of the system. I like Solo personally, but it hadn't made a lot of money. <laughs> I, mean, I guess we got a trilogy's worth of time. Yeah. Um, it's crazy in some ways to think about uh, how one of the best filmmakers working today directed it. And just because it didn't hit a certain number, they had to rethink. Um, sure. And I uh, said later in the interview that I saw uh, three stories to tell when he pitched the idea of Obi-Wan-centered uh, the trilogy to Lucasfilm. Uh, he wanted each story to have its own movie uh, with each title, uh, exploring an aspect of how Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan evolved into Alec Guinness's Ben. Oh, um, sure. And the first one, uh, the first movie, which is the show, Got it. Yeah. Uh, was Surrender to the Will of the Force, Transport Your Will, Surrender Your Will, Leave the Kid Alone. Oh. So right. we basically got the first movie of the trilogy just as like a five sure. or six hour limited series you know what's really good on a podcast 
dog barking in the dog background. Dog barking in the background. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you got that too. I'm like, I don't like that at all. I was like, I don't know if that's getting picked up in the headphones. It sure, the <laughs> fuck is. I can hear it. What else you got? Uh, and then I think the what might possibly be the big one. Oh, it's the big one. Um, which I guess we would have found out that the computer wasn't connected. It's <laughs> oh, that would have been point. so much sadder. <laughs> Oh, I would have been so sad. Uh, Shock jog Howard Stern. King of all media, Howard Stern. Shock jog. That's how this article starts. One of really my funny. heroes on this planet. Pri- private parts is uh, Howard Stern. Oh, that's worse. Oh, that's worse. Keep going. Um Forgot to turn off the mics. Well, I'm sure he had nothing to do with yeah, it. Some producer. He's John Williams in this situation. Yeah, I'm guessing they like to keep because they, you know, everybody's seen the Howard Stern show that like how their recording setup is. They're in uh-huh. a big room. They got people far away from each other. Someone like a different yeah. booth. So they just talk to each other through the mic on on headphones. Yeah. So when they go to commercial, they keep the mics on for them, but then cut the mics to the feed. Mm-hmm. so that the commercials can go and they just chat whatever and commercials sure. going you don't have to be silent producer yeah. knows the, how to do his job the, the tweet i have which could be wrong and it sounds like it's wrong from what that's happening it says it's their post-show meeting mm. but i don't think it is because they keep trying to re-intro yeah but keep going um yeah it sounds to me like a commercial break it might have been a commercial break at the end of the show sure. going yeah. to like the last mm-hmm. thing that they do for the show whatever um, but he apparently let slip on the hot mic while the commercials are happening. He's doing a Doctor Doom project for the MCU oh. and is Fuck scheduling you. to Fuck shoot you. this summer. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! A thing that has not been announced of the yeah. 20 properties that have been announced. This ain't one of them. Or the God Butcher is going to kill him. Uh, uh, he said he's even talked to Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Asking for acting tips. All right. Uh, <laughs> First, I'm going to play the clip, then I'm going to read the transcript. Yeah. It works, but uh, Shop Tommy John. They're going over the schedule with right me. now for 20% off you. your first order. I mean, Get 20% um, off are right you now at tommyjohn.com. Well, I told you I'm going to do Dr. Doom. Tommyjohn.com. That's the thing. For but I, but, but I, I don't even believe me. I'm fucking miserable about it. I don't even. You listen to the Stern Show on your radio. Because I'm an asshole. But that's what I did on America's Got Talent. That's right. You listen to the Stern Show on your radio. Are you excited about it? Okay, so we're going to unpack. Here is the transcript. Yeah, I had to listen a couple of times to hear it, but you've got an actual transcript. You're, you're right. It's definitely a commercial. Yeah. Uh, it says, they're go- well, one, it doesn't say this here. Uh, oh, yeah. They're going over the schedule with me, and it's going to suck. I told you. I'm going to do Dr. Doom. That's the thing. But believe me, I'm fucking miserable about it. I called Robert. Scheduling, yeah. yeah. I called Robert Downey Jr. and was asking him acting techniques. Later, he says, Do you have a number for John Favreau? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it might be, you know, an animated. It might be uh, an, mm. for a season of What If. Yeah, that's very true. But for the scheduling, I think you're right. Also, I did not know that the thing that Reed Richards appears in. in Doctor Strange and Multitude of Madness. Oh my god! I never even put that together. It's Doctor Doom's, Doctor Doom's fucking transporter. Yeah. Portal. Oh. And the, so in the shit. commentary, which they just released, they're like, "Oh yeah, that's Doctor Doom's machine." So in that universe, oh. he got rid of Doctor Doom and took his transporter. Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? So wow. they're already alluded to Doctor Doom in the MCU. Wow. So. Uh, I like to think that Doctor Doom, uh, mm. that um, Howard Stern is just going to play himself in Doctor Doom. Yeah, I hope so. At least, yeah, that'd be really funny because he's not an actor. Yeah, or if they if they maybe wanted like like a boisterous news guy, oh, but sure, Jay Jonah's going back to Sony, right? <laughs> you know? the, the, the MCU's version of Howard Stern, like some yeah. shock jock instead of King of All Media. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I th- one to drop that 
<laughs> as the announcement of Doctor Doom sucks balls. I <laughs> yeah. I bet Kevin Feige just punched a hole in his desk, <laughs> yeah. broke his hand, being pissed off. Also, at the same time, uh, probably one of the most well-paid entertainers in the history of anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure Howard Stern's like, whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Who fucking cares? Yeah, it's probably like, you asked me to be in this thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally yeah. talking about, like, he hates the scheduling. Yeah. He's just like, I'm going to be miserable. But he even says, like, I'm an asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and now he's got to go back and apologize after saying, but believe me, I'm fucking miserable about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess he does ask for acting techniques, so yeah. maybe he is playing an actual character, Doctor Doom. I hope he's like, <laughs> like the was it uh, Latvia, Latveria, uh, Let- Latveria, Latveria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope he's like the shock jock in that country with an accent. Oh, <laughs> that'd, that'd be, be great. He's like the the head propagandist. Right. Yeah, and now everyone <laughs> gets potato. Um, yeah, what He's potato. Is potato. That's right. <laughs> This uh, we don't throw on batteries. We have potato. Energy <laughs> is potato. It's just hmm. completely not connected to anything. Please. So I had an article that a guy ran uh, Doom off of a TI calculator. I did see that off of uh, potato. potato. Yeah, I did see that <laughs> potato power. <God>. Archaeologists <laughs> thousands of years from now are gonna find shit like that and be like, "The fuck was the matter with these people, dude?" And what yeah. what is with the feet pics? We just <laughs> everywhere. It's like we're gonna fi- finally figure out how the Baghdad battery worked, so we can play Tetris. A hundred fucking percent. <laughs> You're not fucking wrong. <laughs> I do love Tetris. What else you got? Uh, I think that's it for Dan news. Uh, let's see if I remember to sing this one. Nope. Why the fuck do we need this in the world? Hey, I thought I was gonna throw you off. <laughs> Wesley Snipes reveals that his team has prepared two potential scripts for Blade 4 uh, after the release of Blade Trinity, uh, though they never came to be. <laughs> All uh, right. And um, I'm going to let me say, I need to read these. And so <laughs> he wanted to make Blade 4. He wrote two scripts with his team. If you know anything of the story of Blade Trinity, Trinity yeah. it's fucking batshit insane. I think we've talked about it a little bit. Yeah. He got in such a fight with the director that he refused to speak to him <laughs> and would only communicate through post-it notes that he signed Blade, stayed in character through all of filming, uh, at one point got in a physical altercation with the director, yeah. and refused to film scenes where it was not his close-up. <laughs> So every time you see another character like Ryan Reynolds or Jessica yep. Biel speaking to Blade. Yeah, it's like the over-the-shoulder it, shot. It's the body double. Yeah. It's the they're guy who's insane. supposed to be there to get like camera height and lighting. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not actually supposed to wind sure. up on film. <laughs> so like, and he wanted to make another one. And I just, I want to read the from director his... was like, fuck yourself right and i hope the stu- I hope marvel studios was like go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah. after a physical fight but i just i can imagine because like at that point like he had not written any of it was just like and then blade sees some titties you know like, <laughs> and then yeah. you can see all of it it's just <laughs> full frontal i feel like uh blade trinity was the first step in the many uh, decisions that Ryan Reynolds made trying to do a character like Deadpool. Oh, a hundred percent. It was like guy, he, a guy who talks mm-hmm. shit and he's got katanas and yeah. like vague sort of superpowers. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's Deadpool enough. I'll, I'll do that. A hundred percent. Maybe later we could just, we could say that he's Deadpool cause it's still technically a Marvel. It's, it's still so bizarre. <laughs> they did a version of Deadpool where they sewed his mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. It's still just bizarre. Yeah. Like, I almost wonder if there were, like, comic fans, like, Deadpool comic fans high-fiving themselves behind the scenes going, like, ah, oh, all of the fans will get it. They've always, yeah. like, every character has wanted to shut him up in the comics for forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's one stupid nerd's fucking idea that no one said no to, because nobody else in the room <laughs> knew enough about Deadpool. Yep. Uh, anyway, I need it. I need these scripts. If anyone can get their hands on these scripts, <laughs> yeah. I want to read them. 
I haven't read in a long time, but I'll read both these fucking scripts. I'll do it. <laughs> Tell you what, if anyone can find me these scripts, even one of them, <laughs> I promise we will record a table read. <laughs> we'll get some other people, and we will do a straight up table read that we will do and put it out in the we world. Got, for yeah, free. we got like four inputs on this. Yeah, four inputs. We'll make <laughs> set it. up we can, a room mic. We can pass mics around. We will make it happen a hundred fucking percent. Someone find me these scripts. <laughs> It's time to lighten the mood before we go. E.T. star Henry Thomas <laughs> opens up about the possibility of a sequel <laughs> to E.T. And if you're Meaning, a listener of this show. He's doing an interview and somebody asked him about it. Yeah. <laughs> he says the 2019 Comcast Xfinity commercial may be as close as audiences ever get. <laughs> Which really made me happy because when I started reading that headline, yep. I started with, the, I broke three stress balls in a row. <laughs> and by the time I got to the end, I was like, okay, that did lighten my mood because boy, do I fucking hate that movie <laughs> and hate that character. Clenching your fist. <laughs> if I had to through <laughs> endure like trailers and articles with E.T.'s face on them constantly for a year because they started making a sequel... Boy, would I be pissed the fuck off. Also, the sequel treatment to E.T. is fucking terrifying because there is an albino, evil, razor-fanged version of E.T. as an offshoot race that's in a civil war with the regular brown ones. And uh, boy, do I not need them to look any more fucking menacing. And let's face it, the worst part of that fucking movie is when he goes out all white and albino and he's all sick and he's about to fucking die and then he almost kills a fucking kid for no fucking reason. Fuck that little alien fuck. I don't like E.T. So, uh, I say this without hyperbole and without exaggeration. If I got the chance to kill Henry Thomas, I would. <laughs> and I would just go to jail for the rest of my life. Just, I hope you're listening, Henry Thomas. You have ruined... Allegedly. Ruined the nighttime sky for me more than Neil deGrasse Tyson ever will. The uh, producers of this podcast would like you to know these are legally not actual threats. It's parody. <laughs> I shove some parody down your fucking throat and watch the life leave your fucking eyes, Henry Thomas. <laughs> Hear me, Henry Thomas. I will fucking find you. Your children will watch. <laughs> that's how that's how strongly I feel about E.T. I really hate that movie. That's it. Thanks so much for everyone uh, who listened to this episode, including Dan, who had to listen to it twice. Hey. <laughs> You're welcome. That's right. Shoot us thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5x5film at gl.com. Blade 4 scripts. And any Blade. I will do. We will do that table read. You can be uh, Ryan Reynolds. I'll be, fine. I'll be Jessica Biel. Um uh, we're still looking. If you know that there's a NASCAR race coming to your town, please reach out and let us know. We have NASCAR tickets to give out to you. We're really yeah. uh, thankful. Uh, thank you so much, Marcus. Welcome to the family. Hey, thank I don't you, know thank if you, you. I don't know if you guys know this, but bikes are cool, too. Hell yeah, they bikes are. Bikes are cool, too. Uh, I'm not going to ride a bike anytime soon, but <laughs> I hear they're very cool. Uh, you can find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at 5x5 at the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, and the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 at the movies. Roll, Roll credits. credits. Fuck you!